All right, Living Out Love podcast episode on Love Does Not Boast. Sam, what's going on, man? Ah, great to be back. Yeah, yeah, good. Yeah, good to be here too. So, uh, little little sad today. Our friend Sarah couldn't join us, right? She's got a got a busy life, busy schedule happening. I think she's got a new gig she's working on too. So, um, pretty bummed. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's always sad when Sarah's not here, especially because a lot of times Sarah brings treats. So, <laughs> yes. uh, yeah, the treat bringing is definitely a plus. But we obviously love Sarah for more than just her treats. Like she yeah. brings so much to the table as it comes to here so anyway we're hoping that sarah's doing great and we can't wait for her to jump back on in one of our future episodes absolutely uh so hey listen um we are in our series on uh looking at what biblical love looks like and you know we've been cruising through a couple of these love is patient love is kind it does not envy um and you know we're pulling all of these from first uh, corinthians 13 uh, verse four, uh, love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud, does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, and always perseveres. Love does love stuff. Love does love stuff. That's true. Um, but uh, so anyway, we've been going through these and, and we kind of talked about it at the beginning too, how some of them are the love is things and some of the love is not things or love doesn't do these things. And so we're kind of in those, uh, the does nots right now. <laughs> yep. And like I said, we're going to look at, it does not boast. So I know that, uh, in some of our previous episodes, you've shared a little bit about, um, you know, you're a volleyball guy. So have you run into situations like playing sports and I guess specifically volleyball where, um, you run into where maybe people aren't the best sports or maybe when you've seen people boast a little oh, bit. Absolutely. Uh, I've probably been guilty of it myself sometimes with some, <laughs> with some volleyball. Uh, you know, I think the boasting is, it comes from, uh, you know, pride, right? Mm -hmm. And it also comes from basically uh, kind of a little bit of self-doubt maybe. Maybe you have to prove yourself. Maybe you have to let people know how great you're doing. Right, which is also pride, probably too. So I think you do see that in sports, especially uh, you know, sports where you kind of have this uh, culture, like beach volleyball. Like it's a group of people. We all understand the sport, kind of proving your validity, I guess. Right. Yeah, and you know, there's uh, we were talking about this last night in a group I was in, and you know, it's one of those where I told him that it was pride's always the thing that like sneaks up on me and catches me. Like, it's always the thing that like, I want to believe that I'm good at and like humility and stuff, but it just, every single time I'm given, I feel like every time I'm given the opportunity, like I always say something or always don't act like I want to act in that moment. Like, so, you know, somebody comes up and says, Hey, great job. Like, you know, I, I want to be somebody that says, you know, well, listen, I'm, I'm grateful that I've been given the gifts and talents to be able to do this or whatever. But so often man, my go-to is just like, well, you know, I mean, I've spent years working on this or like, yeah, if you knew how much effort went into really pulling this off, like, you know, all the, all those little things as opposed to just jumping straight to humility. And so I realized that, you know, it's very looking at it through the lens, like we're talking about with, with love and things, I can understand why this is a part of the, of the verse, right? Where it's, Love does not boast. Like if I care about someone or if I say that I care about people, when I boast, I'm actually elevating myself over others. And, Absolutely. you know, and that's what the root of the pride situation is, right? My 
my boasting comes from a place that wants me to make myself feel like that I'm better than people around me. And so I know that, um, and th that is a recipe for disaster relationally at least. Um, and you know, like, I think that it's good too, to kind of recognize here, maybe a difference too, between, you know, cause we're going to talk about love isn't proud, right. But like, what is like a healthy way to, you know, so, so it's saying here, love does not boast. So what would be the opposite way love would respond in? Like, what, what do you think about that, Sam? Yeah, I think the opposite of boasting is, like you said, humility, kind of just knowing inside that you're doing a good job, right? It's okay to be confident and, and happy with what you're doing. Uh, but if you're sharing it at the expense of somebody else feeling bad, uh, maybe it doesn't need to be shared, right? Like, if, uh, for example, let's talk about the workplace. What's the first thing people do when they meet each other? So what do you do for a living? Yep. What, why, like that, why does it have to be that way right away? Because you're measuring that person. Well, I do this. It shouldn't be that way. Like it should be, hey, tell me about your family. Or hey, uh, what, do, what do you like? What do you like to do? Um, I, love in, uh, I love in Ted Lasso when, he's, when he says, hey, we got to have some boss time, me and you boss. And he's like, tell me about your favorite rock concert. It wasn't like, hey, you know, give me some things you're proud of. It's like, hey, tell me about a fun experience you had. And how much cooler is that when you meet somebody than what do you do for a living? So I'm going to confess something here. I actually will ask people what they do for a living, but I, have, I don't personally do it to size them up because I don't really like a person's job doesn't like that is not the hierarchy in my head that I, how I look at people like success isn't measured by what your job is or what your title is. I actually do it because like it, it starts conversation or like I try to know what industry to speak into. I, and I'm not saying that in a way to like defend what you're talking about. Cause I agree with you. Like for a lot of people that ends up being what it is. Um, and I can see too how, um, and I don't even know that we, consciously do it sometimes but immediately we do start kind of like sizing that person up the more that we hear about who they are um so i think that um you know it's important to remember that when we're thinking about like you know boasting and things like that it's a lot of times it may not even be something that is overt it may not even be something that like well have i told you how wonderful i am today like you know it's yeah. one of those things where we constantly look for ways to elevate us like individually as opposed to lift up the people around us yeah and and i wonder where part of that comes from maybe it is a little bit of a lack of self-esteem or a lack of confidence so you're kind of trying to legitimize yourself or something i, I you know i think it could probably come from many places right it doesn't just come from pride it might come from really insecurity Right. Uh, you know, well, but those two things are directly related too. and you you said a word earlier that I think and once I believe that it ties in a lot too with boasting is um, validation. Right. Like we are and when we look for when I think that we as people seek validation, it's not even validation like I need you to tell me I'm good at what I do. Like I just want people to feel like I contribute something. Right. Like it's not my validation isn't that like, hey, you think that what I do is neat. Like I want validation in you respecting what I do or feeling like that I'm still a contributing member of society, just like you, even though 
you might, you know, lead a organization of 10,000 people and, you know, whatever. Um, but I, I do. And, and like I said, again, I really do think that um, the. I think that th boasting sometimes is one of those things that we don't even realize we're doing when we're doing. it. Yeah, I would agree. I think you hit the nail on the head there when you said it's not overt. Like people aren't going, well, yeah, I guess what I did today. It's more like, hey, you know, I'm, I'm doing this next week. And you, and you don't even like realize like, well, maybe that makes people feel a little bit uncomfortable because you're saying how you're going on a vacation to the Bahamas, right? And they're really they don't have any time off or they're not in a position to go on a great vacation. So you're not really doing it at that moment to deliberately, you know, make the other person feel awkward. But like you said, it's kind of casual at times. Uh, you know, you, so you brought up Ted Lasso. Um, how, are, are you caught up on Ted Lasso? No, no, but I'm loving it. All right. It's, a great time. Oh, I've told you they need to write a leadership book, the Ted Lasso <laughs> leadership book. Um, but there, it brings up something as well. And it, it actually came apart. So I don't think that we're the only two people. And if Sarah was here, she would uh, agree with us, but I, I don't think we're the only two people on the planet that agree that boasting isn't like a good character trait. And you know that because look at like villains in shows and movies, right? Right. Like, like you, you know that they're the villain because they're boasting or bragging or whatever. So we obviously had this like societal negative negative look at it, and it actually happened in Ted Lasso. Um, it, I'm, I won't give too much away because I'm in the current season, but um, there's a character who has an opportunity to um, speak into playing against Ted, and he immediately starts ripping on him and like ripping on the team and talking about how whatever they are, and then Ted's response is just so great because like he, you know, chooses to almost like make it fun of himself in the, in the process. But like you're watching the show and it's obvious they're painting this person as a quote unquote villain. So you're seeing that the villainy manifest itself by how they're boasting and bragging and like putting the other, other people down. So I don't think that us having this conversation, whether you're a Christ follower or not, I feel like anybody would agree that like boasting isn't a good thing, but I like how this verse is saying that like, no, no, no. Like, it's not just that it's bad. It's that it will clog up or it will inhibit your ability to love people well or our ability to love people well. Yeah, because love is putting other people before you, right? Other people's feelings before your feelings. And when you boast, you aren't pulling, putting people's feelings in front of yours. In fact, you're hurting their feelings sometimes. So I think that's why love does not boast because it's it's boasting is a little it's self-serving right whereas love is selfless right so i think that's i think that's why um you know paul is pretty straightforward love does not boast right he didn't say sometimes it's like it does not boast right <laughs> yeah like this is not a character trait of love <laughs> <laughs> like th these two things don't coexist <laughs> right and and I think that's a problem too with, with sometimes with society is we want to play the gray. Well, maybe boasting does. No, love does not boast. <laughs> like, right? I mean, for love to occur, right? Well, and we blur the lines because like confidence is a healthy thing. Boasting is unhealthy, right? right? Confidence is I believe that I can achieve or I believe I can do this. 
as a Christ follower, we're saying, I believe that if Christ is in me, then I will experience success. Maybe not worldly success or like success in the eyes of the world, but like, I know that I will experience that. So I think there's a confidence that we can have, or there's a confidence that we can have and maybe not even like spiritually related stuff, right? You know, you play volleyball, like you probably step onto the, to a volleyball court with confidence, knowing that you've played long enough, you have the experience, you have the physical ability to compete at that level. Now there's a difference between you stepping out there and not bowing down and like, you know, stepping into what you're doing and, 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 and being coordinated and all that kind of stuff. And there's another thing stepping on the court and looking across, you know, the net or looking through the net at someone and going like, I can't wait to mop the floor with your face. Like it's yeah. going to be awesome. And when we're done with this, I'm going to come over and I'm going to tell you how terrible you are at playing because I'm that much better. Right. That's. <laughs> well, it's funny you say that because in my younger years, I was more hot tempered and all that stuff. And, uh, and one thing that I have learned is I beat a lot of younger guys that are like 23, not because I'm better than athlete than they are. They're way better than I am. Right. It's only because I've played the game longer, so I have more muscle memory. But I don't boast that I'm better than them. I've just been playing longer. <laughs> That's it. Right. Like you know, I mean, it's the guy that hit ten thousand golf balls, or the guy that hit five hundred golf balls. It, you know, they're way better athletes than me, and I'm smart enough to realize that I have enough humility to realize that I can't keep up with a twenty-three-year-old anymore. Yeah. All I can do is be humble and stay within my game and and make less mistakes. Right. But you're right. There's no place for that in in uh, in in a game, right? The game isn't about boasting. Let your actions be your actions on the field or on the court or wherever you play your sport. That's more powerful, right? The, the guy that tells you how good he is, eh? I don't. You don't gain a lot of respect. The guy that shows you how good he is and is humble about it. Those are the guys that are, you know, that that go value. Those are the guys that you look up to and say, wow. You know, um, no. Well, you know, uh, thinking about that too. So I was, <laughs> uh, my son is 14 and one day I was having a spirited discussion with one of his friends who was trying to tell me who the greatest football players of all time were. A 14 year old <laughs> was telling me who the greatest football players of all time were. And half of them he was saying, he was like, who's like Joe Montana. Who? I'm like, Okay, well, I'm going to ignore the fact that you don't know some of the, the names that are on there. But um, one of the names that I brought up, because he, I didn't even know he was reading lists. And I go, well, LaDainian Tomlinson has to be on that list. And so I remember him coming into the league and I watched his whole career and I loved LaDainian Tomlinson. And the reason that I loved him was that he like shattered NFL records like in, in seasons. Like, I mean, he was clearly the best running back in the entire league. And there was no close second, like, you know, in the, in the longevity that he was there. But the thing that I loved about him, he was so humble. You, I never heard, I barely heard him talk, let alone talk down or elevate himself, which I just absolutely loved. And I think that that's just such a testimony. And if I understand correctly too, he, I believe he's a Christ follower. Like I'm, if I know, and I don't know him personally, yeah. but, What's but if he does ever listen to this podcast, I would love to meet him face to face because <laughs> like just inspiring guy. I wish more athletes would take his approach to their game and in their attitude because, um, you know, I, I just people say they like guys like that, but like the, it only lasts for a little while. Like after a while, you're like, OK, this is this is old. Like, I don't like this this gimmick anymore.
and it's interesting that he was humble and quiet when he when he played because now he's a sports announcer. How right. cool is that? Well, <laughs> right. and, and he came listen, out of the show and well, and even if you to the game in a different way. Well, and even if you followed his career as a commentator, it took him a little while to get where he spoke. But even when you listen to like listen to the tone of his voice when he speaks too, like and maybe it's just the way that he talks, but like he even like communicates humility like in how he speaks now when he's talking about other players and when he's talking about that. And one of the things that I think, and I actually heard, I think I heard him say this once, but he is very conscious of what he says about other players. Cause he's like, man, I remember being a young guy out there. I remember hearing like commentators like rip me apart or whatever, or, like rip other players apart. And that does something to people. Absolutely. Like it really does. Yeah, it it does. negatively impacts them. So that just ties it right back into what we're talking about here is that when we boast, when we elevate ourselves, a natural byproduct of that is we're also putting somebody else down. Like it's very difficult to, I mean, you could boast about yourself and not affect anyone else, but most of the time when we're boasting, it's coming at the cost or the expense of somebody else, which is why it makes it so difficult to show love when we're being boastful. Yeah. And if you have to think about a way to measure this or a way to be aware to not boast, you might want to think about maybe making a list of the top 10 things that you're confident about and making sure that your comments in those areas aren't too confident. Right. <laughs> For example, you know, if I say uh, I'm a hard worker, right? That's, I feel confident in my work ethic right. and what I do. Okay. Nothing wrong with that. I need to be confident as a worker, but make sure in that area when we're talking, I'm not saying boastful things. So it kind of gives you like a little framework of where your areas of, of development could be. Uh, because I do think, like you said, it's subtle. So if we maybe had a list of our things that we kind of feel great about, nothing wrong with those things as long as we communicate those in a humble way. Yes. So I'm going to give one little caveat to your idea because I do think that's a great idea. Like, because that's what we're here for, right? We're here. Like, how do we fix it? But I'm going to I'm going to add something to it. And maybe there are some people out there that are just so awesome and have such great self-awareness. But I almost think that with this, you have to include somebody else, because I Fair think enough. that one of the issues that we're going to run into once again is a lot of times our pride like causes us to be blind of those things that we have, like we have blind spots, right? So like, even if I sat down and I'm like, well, I wonder like, what is it that I'm most confident about? And how do I talk about it? Like, I may not be as honest with myself because, and, and listen, the honesty may not be in, like, it may not even be like, well, I'm going to directly not remember this, but like, sometimes we don't even notice that we do stuff, right? So inviting that friend in that trusted person that you know, and say, Hey, listen, so I, this is something that I'm trying to get better at. I'm trying not to boast as much. Are there any areas or any things that I talk about regularly that either sound like, or, you know, straight up is just me boasting? Like, what does that, what, what does that look yeah. like? Um, because I think that having that other view, I mean, if you really want to like, you want to get some honest feedback, talk to your spouse. Seriously. Because <laughs> yeah. no, right. right. there's no filter there. They'll be like, yeah, every time you talk about this, you kind of sound like you're the greatest thing to happen to mankind or whatever. Like, no, I, I hey. like it. And then what you can do going forward from that is saying, hey, listen, I don't need you to make a scene about it at a party or anything, <laughs> but like, I, please like, can you let me know when I'm doing that? Because I want to be more aware of it. Like, again, I, we talked about it before, but accountability is so valuable with stuff like this. When we're really trying to make some 
some good changes in our lives, inviting somebody else in that can be honest with you, that loves you and cares about you, that you feel the same way about, it's just so beneficial because then you could actually do the hard work that you need to get that done. And you know, you're not going to like gloss over any of it because you know, your pride and ego won't let you see or let you experience some things that you're doing yourself. Yeah. I, I like that idea of, of accountability and doing it with a partner. I, you know, my best buddy, Gary and I, uh, we kind of talk about those things. Like a week or two ago, I said, Hey, give me three things that you really think I need to improve on as a person. And I said, take a couple of weeks to think about it. I don't need your off the cuff answer. I want you to like contemplate it. So we're in that. We're both thinking about it and we're in the two week cycle to, to get back to each other. Because I think sometimes we ask questions and we want a quick answer because that's society now. Mm -hmm. It's a pretty in-depth question, right? Like I'm saying of all the things, I got my flaws and I got many of them, right? I'm talking about the three things that could make me a better person. And if your best buddy can't do that with you, then they're probably not your best buddy because right. like mm -hmm. you, you shouldn't be offended by anything they say because it comes out of a place of love. They want to make you better. Right. Well, and, and it, the neat thing is, too, is in that once you identify those things, then you could start to identify steps to help you get out of it. Right. Because it could also, you know, it, the daunting thing, too, could kind of be like, OK, well, Sam, like we're going to do this thing or whatever. So I'm going to point out stuff to you that I think are things you should work on. But then what do you what do you do with that? Right. right. But again, that's why that other person being there like, OK, well, let's put some things in place like, you know, whether it's that you we have a signal for when I start to do it, like I can, you know, that you'll tell me so that I can be conscious of it or whatever. But I just think that could be so helpful. So it's it's cool to hear you're doing that. That's neat. Yeah. And you didn't know we were doing this episode today. Like you just did it like, no, it was like two weeks ago. We didn't just, even know it was going to be an example. You know where I got it from is uh, the life action when they came to the Oh, yeah, like, yeah, they, yeah. They yeah came that's to cool. The church and they yeah. were talking about like, hey, you got to get better. You know, and, what, and no better way to get better than to ask somebody that really cares about you. Yep. What you need to work on. Like, don't, you know, and I, and so I was like, man, that's what a great idea. So, yeah, we're trying to implement that. And I'll, I'll get back to you when I know what is, uh, yeah. what is three R because I don't mind sharing. I, I, and uh, I like that you said there's some tangible action plan of how to deal with it too. Don't just come up with a concept, right? We need application in everything we do. Um, but, yeah, getting back to it, I really think, you know, this is one that we kind of think when we read the passage, we sometimes skip over a little bit like it's because it is subtle, but it is important. And obviously, Paul wrote it for a reason and he, he was very clear. So, you know, to love someone and love others takes a lot of work and it takes mindfulness, right? And if you are not being careful of not boasting, then you're not really working on your love relationship with others, right? We already know the greatest commandments, love God, love others. Love God comes pretty natural. <laughs> you know what I mean? Loving others, we have to work because we all have flaws, right? And it's okay. But as long as we're aware of what we are doing, we can get better. So no better way than someone to point it out to you, uh, hold you accountable. Like you said, your spouse, definitely think that's a great one they will definitely let you know if you're boasting too much about your job or about you know your economic status or whatever it is or or you know i think that you know they know us they spend more time with us than anyone else so why shouldn't it be them too to come up with a good uh, signal for when you're boasting 
Right. Well, and, and, you know, obviously too, and we've, we're going to talk about it ad nauseum, like with a lot of the topics that we'll go over, but, you know, also a lot of these things, you know, are changed because the closer that we get with Jesus, the more we reflect him. Right. So, you know, we can't on top of the inviting friends and accountability and stuff like that. Remember, you know, when we study scripture, when we spend time in prayer, like when we do those things too, those also help to, um, you know, guide us. Cause then all of a sudden, yes, it's good to have that ex external person kind of holding you accountable and being aware of that stuff. But also what starts to happen is the Holy Spirit within us starts to guide us and prompt us in those things and makes us more aware of them when they happen, right? Like the, yeah. the, the ideal situation is that, you know, the, as the Spirit of God dwells in us, that all of a sudden when we say and do those things, like we feel the, the ooh, Yes. Or we, or we don't even, and we don't even get to the point where we speak yep. because we felt it like the kindness, right? Fruit of the spirit. One of the fruit inside is kindness, right? If you get that, you're getting ready to say that boastful thing. And then you get a little tug by the spirit saying, eh, that's not very kind. It's going to make them feel uncomfortable. Boom. Now you're, now you're like solving the problem before you do it, yep. which is, you're right. That's the ultimate goal, but nothing like some external accountability as you work on your internal fruit. Yep. Absolutely. Well, they all work together. Right. And that's, that's the thing. Like there's not one aspect of our Christian walk that you're like, well, you just do this. I'm like, you're good. Right. It's, yeah. it's the, the different things. And because different things, like they are different aspects of our personality and different aspects of who we are as well. Like God allows us to have different methods of connecting with him and being close to him because they all impact us differently. So yeah, listen, I think this was a great discussion today. Again, a little sad that Sarah couldn't be here, but we know we'll jump around here in the next episode She better or bring two. some cookies next time. Make I it know. Up to like, us. listen, two by Tuesdays, everybody, even though Sarah's not here, that does not mean that we will not promote her delicious treats. So two by Tuesday, um, you can uh, go to her website and I think she's on Instagram and stuff too. And two by Tuesdays yep. and stuff. Yep. But uh, Hey, Sam, thanks again, man. This is great. Um, I hope that uh, you guys that are listening Hope we gave you something, you know, at least yeah. one tool or something you could use to walk away with from here, um, at least to be aware of times that you may be boasting and, you know, how, how we can understand, too, that boasting and love cannot exist in the same space together. Yeah, uh, it's been a great conversation. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, well, hey, listen, make sure that you subscribe to us on whatever you're listening to us on. Um, you know, if you like what you hear, if you have a question or anything, we leave it in the comments, but we are just grateful that you took some time to listen today and we will uh, talk to you again soon. Thank you.